Warning, the facts you are about to hear are based off two hours of researching the pros and cons of history's heroes and most controversial figures. This is Pros and Conquerors, the bad boys of history. seven grand trips really I, I honestly felt like my like I didn't feel like my trip was wasted but I definitely felt like I could have had more of a good time if uh, it wasn't being taken over by by that dude but like you gotta you gotta like set those things up when that happens you what know? do you mean like you gotta I don't know I always like make an itinerary of some kind when I do acid cause like I need stuff to do like we have music going we had we had a playlist ready. We were supposed to watch like some movies. We didn't watch till like the very end, but um, so you're supposed to just be high listening to music. And what do you make a schedule for? I just, I learned the shit because yeah. I can I can read a lot faster and I can retain things. Oh no, no, no! And I can figure like like the reason that I only the only reason I know what LSD is is because I read about this study where there was a hundred doctors or hundred scientists who had these crazy immense problems. They all took acid. And 98 of them figured out the problem that they were trying to, like, wow. solve. That's interesting. And that was the only, I'm like, once I saw that, I'm like, oh, I got a lot of problems. <laughs> so I was like, yo, I'm going to take it and try to figure them out. And did you figure some out? Yeah. Like, nice. right away, too. Nice. The first time I took it, I was like, oh. I was like, oh, shit. Like, for example, what did you figure out? Anything? Anything oh, remember? like, I remember I, I remember I looked at a light like this, and I was like, oh, my God, my brother was right. He's like, I should just... I should have, like, I remember it was something like going into, like, IT work, because I was like, I should have just went into IT, like he said, but it was only because I was like, I was like, steady money, I'm like, that's why he wanted me to go into something like that, because uh. steady money is very valuable, it gives you, like, access to things, and I didn't have any money at the time, so I was like, fuck, yeah, so steady money, and then I, like, just, it clicked in my head that I need to just work and make money doing it and, like, save money and be better about it. Like just right away, just within a second, I just realized. By all looking that. at the light, you realize that you should have a steady job. Yeah, that you I saw yeah, that the I, light. The, yeah, literally, like the light got more vibrant. You know how everything was yeah, vibrant. Yeah, so sure. I, when I looked at light, I was like, "Oh fuck!" And then all of a sudden, I just started. Realizing oh all fuck! Shit. Why don't I have a full time job? <laughs> I was like, well, like at the time, I was just selling weed and shit, and I was like, I need, I need, mo I need something more. I need, mm. I need to do better. I was like, that's why he was saying that shit, and I was like, I get it. Fair enough. It's so fucking weird. All sorts of shit. Figured out why I smoke. Figured out why I smoke weed. I figured out my my father and what he's like, and my mother and what she's like. Figured out all this shit. Damn, son. Like right away. Like I figured out that they're just people. Yeah, they're not gods. We're just ordinary people. Like they're just people. So it's like if you think back to something like your dad did, like when you were a kid, it's like how old was he? Like what, thirty two? He was an idiot. Um. <laughs> Yeah, true. You know what I mean? He's a dummy. I know people had to grow up faster back in the day. Yeah, man. They got really pushed into it, like quick. Like, yeah, if you were, there was no living at home when you're 30. Like, you should have had a no. wife and kids by now. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definite, man. Crazy how quickly they would get pushed into that shit. I think my mom had her first kid at like 20 or something. Yeah, that's something wild. Like that. yeah. My mom, 27, so not that young, but still. Yeah. But even that, even even that is like at that time, it's like that was like the perfect time. That's when you did it because you'd already been with somebody for a few years from the time you were yeah, like you 24. Yeah, you early 20s. Yeah. Start having kids mid-20s. Yeah, makes sense. Now I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to see my grandkids. 
I don't even know if that's going to happen. I know, right? You might be dead. <sighs> that's dark. Yeah. <laughs> but you can just make videos. Yeah. Just make a big video for or them. Or you can make podcasts. That's what I mean. Bro, my grandkids are going to be like, yo, this guy is doing ass. My kids are going to be like that. Our kids could look at, they have a history class and they're, say they're going to do uh, <laughs> yo. a breakdown of somebody. Then they can just watch one of our episodes and take notes. And they could play clips. You'd allow them. Look at these guys, these experts <laughs> talking about rape in the 1800s. This is where my dad talks about rape being like an iPhone. Damn. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> or, or slavery was like an iPhone. Sorry. So shout out to all you kids out there watching us at home. Uh, you're here for you're back for another episode. Should we get into it? I'm going to reset it if we're going to get into it. Let's do it. Bang. Because that was like 10 minutes. Yeah. You don't want Well, you start both of them at the same time. I thought one has to be like a little jet lag. Exactly. Exactly. But I had both on just in case. You never know. We might use that one day. I might need that for a documentary clip. Damn. Some B-roll. Yeah, man. Uh, we're back for another episode of Pros and Conquerors, the Bad Boys of History. I'm your host, James Jam Easy Cummins, and I'm here once again with Colin Cummings. Hello. And today we're going to get into one of uh, one of the greatest conquerors of all time. Uh, no matter how you slice it, he he did a lot of uh, conquering, and uh, he was also known as a short king. Well, we'll get into that, actually. Who knows if he was really short, but that's what I really knew about him. Uh, guys, of course, I'm talking about Napoleon Bonaparte. Oh, I didn't know if you were going to say the last name. Normally, you just hear Napoleon by itself, but yeah. what, what did you know about Napoleon uh, before? I knew I knew that he was small and that he was, like, vicious. I knew yeah. he was, like, a small, vicious guy and like he was the reason that people would say like a small man complex napoleon, napoleon complex, complex yeah. yeah so yeah that's all i knew about him and that he was french oh you want to do great things because you're short you little bitch uh, <laughs> that's what people say like wh- wh- if i do great things they're like oh you got napoleon complex because you're under six foot and you're accomplishing great things that's just the way it is that's just the way it is but i have heard uh Spoiler alert! I in my research I found out that they said Napoleon wasn't actually that short. It was just like a That's Brit- what I heard. British pop propaganda. That's exactly what I heard. But then, but then they say he was probably like five six, five seven, which was perfectly average at the time. I'm I'm fi- I'm like five seven, and people don't make me feel like I'm an average height. They make me feel short. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. They said he was of average height, which would be around five six back then. Hmm. Okay. Five six, five seven. They said he was. That uh, makes sense. I think if I stand up my straightest, I'm five eight. No way. Uh, if I really like, you just keep your hair in a bun. Then I'm five nine. That's how you. If that's you go, how you do if it. you go by hair bun, if you I can tie that shit up. Yeah. I could probably reach six foot. You just leave it up and just leave it like that. Yeah, it'll fool girls. Yeah, look at oh my god! I look up to his hair. It's like it's like when the when the when a, when a bear comes and you just like you act like you're big, mm. and the bear's like, "Holy shit!" Nice. Same thing. Make your head big. So it'll get them. <laughs> <laughs> so you you did hear that he was vicious. So I, yeah. I I I don't know if I really heard much good or bad about him. I just knew that he was trying to take over the world for, out of France. Like that's what I mm-hmm. that I don't I didn't know that. That's what I heard about him. Whatever short guy trying to trying to take over Europe. Started in France. Uh, so now now after looking into him, 
there is a lot of pros and cons. Uh, was he defending a revolution or was he imposing a dictatorship? Was he spreading liberal ideas but using imperial wars to do them? Basically. It's uh, it, it was a it was a bit of a mess, but it was for the times. He might have uh, yeah, he did what he had to do at the same time. You know what I mean? He yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. Everybody's doing what they got to do. Everyone's doing what they got to do. No matter way. who we cover, they're just doing what they got to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a way, in right? A way, because because okay, when, at face value, you hear you hear about France invading other countries, and you're like, what the fuck, France? Like exactly. Are you guys not? You don't have enough land. But there was a little bit more to it because, okay, so in 1789, uh, the French Revolution overthrew the monarchy. So the monarchy's like kings and queens. Uh, instead of them running the country, they're like, no, no, the, let's the people. We're gonna take it back. Yeah. We want to be able to elect officials and and not just be. Uh, everyone has a chance to to be in power. Not not just if you're a king or not a queen. the elites. Yeah. Yeah. So after they overthrew the. The, the monarchy, neighboring countries were af- afraid of revolutions in their own country. So they be- so they began attacking France. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. So they're like, no, we want to get that monarchy back. So so Napoleon being a, uh, a good like general, he knew how to fight back, but he also realized that the best off the best defense was a good offense. So that's when they started invading under other countries. Yeah. So it wasn't like he, he was some power hungry Napoleon complex guy. It was, we don't want a monarchy, and if you're gonna come try and impose a monarchy on us, we're gonna impose uh, a non-monarchy on you. We're gonna come spread spread the word of uh, a <laughs> spread republic. The, spread the word. <laughs> spread the spread the word. Yeah, yeah. That's how they do it. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, a power. Somebody needed to step up in France to to help them out, and that was Napoleon. He overthrew the government, seized power himself to protect. The young republic from being crushed by Europe, European monarchies. Yeah, that's why I heard he defended. He defended this government. Yeah, and then you know got them all nice and cozy, and then four years later he did that and took it over. Because mm-hmm. the first pretty, pretty gangster shit. The first people that came to power apparently they were pretty pretty bad. Like when they first had their uh, overthrew the monarchy, the the group of people that took over, uh, they came to power after a very. Uh, uh, chaotic uh, revolution, and they they had a very anti-Catholic extremist. They would they would uh, have nonstop executions for everyone that didn't agree with them. Like yes. they were, yeah, they were, they were a pretty like brutal uh, government. So that's when Napoleon overthrew them. Like he's like, nah, 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 this ain't this can't be how we do this. Like I like I like the no monarchy thing too, but you can't just be cutting people's heads off for for uh, believing in Catholic. Yeah, religion. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. That's what I heard. I looked into this a little bit. Uh, I don't know why. It's just something about Napoleon. I felt like I needed to to bone up on it. Bone apart on it? So yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. I haven't been on stage in a while. Um, <laughs> uh, so so when he came to power, he, he instituted a constitution and a legal code. So now it was the first place, uh, freedom of religion, uh, abolition of hereditary privilege, and equality. For all men, mm-hmm. and I stress men because women, not so much. No, uh, he deprived women of the rights that the revolution was supposed to give them. When they overthrew the monarchy originally, women were supposed to have rights, but he's like, nope, no right to vote, 
no right to their own property. And once they're married a, a man, all their wages and everything that belongs to the man too. Like, yeah. See, this makes sense because like I I read that he was like a natural introvert, huh. which back then meant incel. So Ooh. That, for sure, right? Wow. And that's why he was like this. That is interesting that because sense. if a woman committed adultery, they go to jail. But if men, uh, men are only punished if they commit adultery in their own home. You can fuck bitches outside the house. Oh, that's some incel law shit. That's that's great. <laughs> your wife goes to jail if she cheats. Yeah. That's gangster. But you only cheat if you cheat in your family home, which is a good rule to this day. Like, if you're going to cheat, don't do it in your bed. Imagine, and you could just go to your boy and be like, listen, I want her out. Just say that you fucked her. Oh, wow. And he'd be like, all right, let's do it. That's fucked. Can you, and then she'd go to jail. Yeah. Wow. That's nuts. So women were black back then, basically. Women were black? Yeah. Black bald? Basically. <laughs> uh, and They're speaking of black, black, he did uh, reinstitute slavery in French colonies. I heard that. That's true, eh? I wanted to see if you came up with that, too. They were taking Damn. their foot off the glass, gas in slavery, and when, when Napoleon came back, he's like, no, no, we're, we're going to keep up with that slavery shit. I saw it on a, that was, it was like a pro-black type of site, it seemed like, so uh, I didn't know if it was true, but you just came with it. Wow. Now, Damn, Napoleon. Yeah, I, I, I didn't look a ton into the colony stuff, because I was trying to focus more on what Napoleon was doing, like, in where he was like, cause he wasn't in the French colonies. Like he was in, he was in France fighting off, uh, people trying to invade. And then he started invading other European places. He wasn't really like the head of slavery. He just reinstated slavery. I don't even know how much of a role he personally played in slavery. Did you find out anything about I, that? I heard it was just Haiti, like in Haiti? the hate, like in like, I guess. And then maybe that's why they speak French to this day. He was, yeah. Did he ever go to Haiti? I don't know if he I ever went. There. I don't think so. Not, not from what I found out. He was just like putting back to work. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, put the word out. Uh, like, and bitches go to jail if they cheat. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> it's, it's so amazing that somebody actually took the time to make that law. Well, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. And I wonder if it was a personal thing because he was very uh, madly in love with his wife. Now, you, you said you might have heard something different. Now, what I heard is when he was away at war, he married his wife and... Uh, he was uh, writing her letters like nonstop about wanting her so bad and all this mm. stuff, and and allegedly she might have had some affairs on him, <sighs> and that's why he made the law. So maybe that's why he made the he law. Was but just writing it, bitch. You have any idea what I can do? I will make this a law. That's what he said. He sent that letter out. And she was just like, Jesus Christ, pulling is crazy. But I don't know if he uh... sucking on some guy's dick. Damn. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> Where did that? Yo, is that him? What the picture? Yeah, yeah. Whew. Guy looks all right, man. Guy looks, looks all right. Yeah. Looks like Harry Styles. <laughs> Even has the dress on and everything. Anyways, I don't want to. Now I'm looking to see oh. where the the story is about his wife allegedly cheating on him. Maybe I'll I, I'll find it after. But I heard that one marriage was like he was really into the woman. It was like harmonious but distant. So he loved, oh, maybe that's what you're talking about. Uh -huh. So it was like really harmonious, but distant. And the other one, like he was close to her, like he was fucking her and everything, but like they weren't, he didn't like her that much. And then after that, he just had mad mistresses. He was just like, fuck bitches, bro. And he just, anybody, really? yeah. He was so just, was that Josephine, do you think? Jo Josephine, I think, is the one that he was writing letters to. So, and they say in the first, in his first night together, uh, they had such a passionate embrace of each other that, 
her dog ended up biting Napoleon because she thought he was un- she th- he, the dog thought Josephine was under attack uh, when they when she was getting fucked. He was like, <laughs> dog was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's amazing. That's some incel shit too, right? I hugged this girl and the, her dog bit me. Yeah, I just I never went back. I just went never went back. He did go back. He loved it. Screw her, man. Love that. Um, but but I tell you, if he found out she was cheating, she was going to jail. Um, <laughs> yeah. So back to where I was just trying to go through the story. Uh, found the best defense with the offense. So yeah, he started inv- invading European uh, places, tr- trying to. St- you know, anyone that was trying to invade him, he was coming back at them. He tried to enforce a European-wide blockade of Britain. Britain was the main uh, enemy of France like the, and the main place that wanted a monarchy. Like, to this day, you still hear about the Queen of England. Like, England's always been, like, about that yeah. royal, royal family. And back in those times, like, there was alliances between royal families. Like, oh, if you marry my... Uh, you know, princess from France, then whatever, blah blah blah. Like they're yeah. they're linking up, so they wanted that monarchy back now. So Napoleon specifically tried to create a blockade from anyone uh, in Europe that was going to help Britain, and anyone that didn't, anyone that disagreed with him, he would invade. So if you if you were Spain and you were still uh, trading goods with Britain, he was going to come try and attack you. Wow, that's some 50 Cent shit. See, I wonder if 50 Cent studied this guy because 50 Cent had the same mentality when he was coming up. He would be like, if you're next to the person that I have a problem with, yeah. then I got a problem. I'm coming at you. I'm yeah. breaking a diss track about you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, this was like in the streets. Oh, shit. Yeah, he'd be like, if somebody, like, everybody's getting shot. 50 Cent kill people? Well, no, he would just talk about the street life. Like when he first like got into the eye of like the media, mm. he'd be like, that's how it has to be if I got beef with you. And yeah. You're with the guy, I, then I got beef with you too. Fair enough. He would always say that shit. Um, Crazy. Now, although although uh, his invasions led to wars with millions of people dying, it also spread democratic and liberal ideas across Europe. Like France was that place that started that. Like no more monarchy. Now we're gonna we're gonna liberate the people. We're gonna have a democracy. Uh, the people of the country have a, a say in what goes on here. It's not just like listen to what the king says. Yeah. So even though he himself kind of turned into an emperor, like a, a dictatorship, like the the rhetoric of him invading other places was like, let's take out your your queen and king and let's uh, liberate the people. So it was it was kind of good. Yeah. For people as a whole. But I feel like it's like, yo, let's liberate the people. Yeah, yeah, and he's like talking to the guys who are like pretty much gonna be like the government. They're like, no, we're gonna liberate, this yeah, shit, yeah, bro. You know what he has in there, bro. We're gonna liberate it, bro. We're gonna liberate all around. And and when he took over places, uh, he would uh, oftentimes put like a relative in charge as the figurehead. He'd be like, okay, so now your uh, leader of the government is my brother, cousin, cousin Marv. Yeah, he's the new, <laughs> new emperor here. That's that's pretty dope. <laughs> I, I like that I like that I like when people Put their family into It places. is but at the same time Then you're still doing The hereditary shit That you You kind of banned in France Where it's like We're not just gonna hand off Power based off Being related Well, But then he di- When he's like But in, in Spain My brother's got that shit how, how much liberation Do you want right mm. I mean, Come on He has to liberate himself A little bit Yeah right? that's true <laughs> Gotta liberate the fam <laughs> Um now, now, France' achievements under Napoleon were massive in terms of education, commitment to science, standardization, modernization of the economy, and opening the door 
to opportunity for ordinary people who were not royals. It really felt like you had no, uh, nowhere to. You had a real ceiling over your head before when it was the royals in charge. Now he gave people the opportunity to, you know, to grow to be to be anything they wanted to be. Spread your wings, baby. Go ahead. No mm-hmm. king's gonna slap you down. Don't worry. I got you. Okay. I'm Napoleon. Napoleon. I'm Napoleon. Look at me. I'm five foot seven. I'm average height. I'm average height. I'm average height. I'm five foot seven and I'm average height. I just want everyone to know that. You think he walked in the places like that? Look, look, come here, sir. And he'd stand next to somebody. See? Average height. Yeah. This guy was like really six foot. This guy's this guy's going like this so he doesn't get his head cut. Yeah, off. he's just like he walks up like that. Yeah. Look at this See. tallest man in French. Look at how tall I am next to him. He just like goes shoulder to shoulder with just him. Just gets on his knees. Starts sucking his dick. <laughs> Look at him. Look at what the tallest man is doing to me. <laughs> wow. That'd be amazing. That's where the Napoleon complex came from. Mm. That's what it really was back in the day. Napoleon complex is when you force some dude to suck your dick because you're afraid of him. Because mm. <laughs> you want everyone to know how big and bad you are. Um, but he was big and bad, man. Napoleon, he was, a, he was an excellent general. All right. Uh, he was an exceptional military commander. He must have been, you know what I mean? He fought over 70 battles, was defeated in only eight. He transformed the way in which French operated their army and turned France into the greatest military power in Europe. Yeah. Which is hard to believe these days, you know what I mean? Really hard to believe. Doesn't even make any sense. Mm. Like, But maybe it was bigger. Remember when France wouldn't help America fight uh, in Afghanistan and they changed the name of French fries to freedom fries? Yep. That's where France is at these days. You know what I mean? They're like, they ain't, they ain't the, they ain't the great military power they used to be. They're shying away from terrorists. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly. Goddamn France. Exactly. It's yeah. No, it's actually really weird. But you know what? I forget who said it, but so I saw some quote. They're like, uh, all Napoleon knew was war. Mm. Like you're saying, he must have been a great. They're like, that's all he knew. He just all he knew was invading and fighting and true, taking yeah. over and conquering shit because because when he went to that's the thing like like i think it's a pro about him uh when he went to battle when he went to invade yes he's the commander yes he's the emperor of the country now but he's still going to fight yeah he was still going like leading the the army which was inspiring to the men you know what i mean his confidence and ambition inspired the troops and he started as a soldier so he literally started from the bottom yeah that's insane Insane. He started as a soldier and then turned into Napoleon. We're talking about him right now. Mm-hmm. And and uh, there's the Napoleon complex, but there's also the Napoleonic code. So this is mm-hmm. uh, something that Napoleon established, and to this day, it pretty much still kind of exists. So under Napoleon's guidance, a commission of jurists finished drafting a body of clearly written civil laws to replace the patchwork of customer, customary feudal and religious laws that existed before. Wow. So, so he re- he replaced it with like actual like laws that are still around to this day. Uh, the code recognized the principles of civil liberty, the equality of men before the law, and the secular nation nature of the state. The Napoleonic Code influenced the development of legal systems around the world. It remains the basis of civil law in France, Belgium, and many former French colonies to this day. Wow. Yeah. They and. And France was like the original one of that. Like before that, it was all like 
do this because the king says that. Do this. You know what I mean? It was now he's like, no, no, let's make, make let's let's make laws for the people by the people. That's make crazy. Make sense. That's actually crazy. And they still. I I was reading that there were some institutions that he even made that are still standing to till this day. Really? Eh? Yeah, in France, certain things that like are around like law and legislation or some shit like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's insane. That's and that crazy. Was two like yeah, over two hundred years ago because it's late seventeen hundreds, early eighteen hundreds. It was two hundred years ago. Over two hundred years ago because we're in two thousand twenty now, and this was like eighteen late seventeen early eighteen hundreds. Wow. It's really not that long ago. That's insane. Then Napoleon was around just... What was that, your great-great-grandparents? Napoleon? Yeah. I don't know, man. Wouldn't it be? Oh, oh. 50 years per generation or something? Okay, okay, let's see. That's giving them short lives. Sorry. Sorry to do that. I would say great-great-great-great. Like would it, would it be? be? It would probably be my, my grandma's great-grandmother, maybe. Wow. Would be, it would be around in that time, the early 1800s. She'd be walking around saying, that goddamn Napoleon, nah, I just wanted to listen to the king. Fucking jerk. Really? Yeah. I, I think I think some people might have felt that, but I think For sure. most people were pretty on board with Napoleon, in France at least. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's probably every, no matter what kind of improvement comes, there's always people that are against it. Yeah. You know? He didn't seem like a vicious dictator in his own country. Like, yes... He went to war and a lot of people lost their lives. But as far as like in your own country, like like once he liberated the people, like I think France was pretty pretty happy with uh, the turnout. Yeah, yeah, they were. They never turned back. No, exactly. That's so, the thing. They embraced that shit. Um, Napoleon introduced beneficial reforms in France. Uh, he brought a number of useful innovations that survive to this day. He centralized the government administration and introduced the prefixture system i don't know prefixture system yeah what is that prefixtures yeah i don't know what the fuck that is okay we'll come back to that but i thought he just murdered people see isn't this amazing like obviously he wasn't just into invading and shit he was doing all this shit Mm. how did he even know how to do this yo men were multifaceted back he was big about education and shit like oh yeah yeah i heard this yeah he was huge into enlightenment yeah he was like he said something like dare to know like everybody should like know and that's probably why he wanted laws like oh that. yeah he had some good quotes we'll get to the we'll get to the quotes later i like i have uh some, some he was more. they they called him a, st- a student of enlightenment mm. or a me- like a member or something and i was like is that the illuminati interesting he's, he's talking about being enlightened and like constantly like, that is very interesting because yeah so he um when he took power he also like it, it's I mentioned it already, like stepping up the education system and stuff. But allegedly, like he was like the first person to to make high schools. Really? Yeah. Like high schools were like by him. Like before that, like yeah, like they didn't really have that. Like you had That's crazy as a kid, and then I think you had universities back then, but you didn't have high schools. Yeah, you were like twelve, yeah. and then it was like you start working. Yeah. Unless you seem kind of smart. Yeah. Then you can still work. But you'll also do some kind of schooling. Yeah. So eventually. now, now they gave you the chance to even for everyone to to be to continue to be educated. And yeah, he was big on like science and stuff. So mm. yeah, he 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 definitely uh, wanted to be enlightened. Um, he facilitated the the adoption of the metric system, built public roads and sewers, and instituted a system of state supported secondary education, which is what I just said. Yeah. Let me just see something real quick. 
because this guy this guy's doing a lot of things. What are you gonna look up? I just want to put in Napoleon Freemason. Ooh, that's all I want to see real mm. quick, because this guy seems like a Freemason. Freemasonry under the first French Empire, Napoleon and Empire. Napoleon and Napoleon the first and Freemasonry Grand Lodge of British Columbia. Wow. So he's like he's a he's yeah he he was he was a Freemason. It's saying he was supposedly initiated into Freemasonry in Egypt because he was yeah he was he was in Egypt before too uh, before before the revolution he was at war with the British people in Egypt because he was trying to basically France was trying to block block um, England's access to India and they were going okay. through they yeah. were going through Egypt so. He was a uh, yeah. He must have learned some crazy stuff over there, and that was like a place of enlightenment. Oh, for that sure, that was like a place of learning and wisdom. So Egypt he, is like. So he came back on that shit. Wow, that's so weird. Yeah. Bro. So if he if he never went to Egypt, I wonder if he would have ever accomplished what he did because that's when he came back is when he started like. Uh, he knew what he, was he, up. He did his thing. Yeah. Wow. Let's be Freemasons. You want to join? I got invited already, but did you? Yeah. Oh man. I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah, man, jump right in there, man. Jump in? Yeah, man. I want this thing to take off a little bit. Like, I don't know. Why not? And we'll like we'll I don't know. We probably some of our episodes will get blackballed if we uh if we join the Freemasons, they're going to be like, "Nope, can't talk about that. You know too much." No, no. They'll, they'll let you talk about it. Really? Yeah, yeah, I know a bunch. You can talk about whatever you want. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> you you're just in your initiation process, you're going to be naked. That's, That's fine. The initiate you just have to say like a a long verse of something and, and you're naked. What verse? And you're blindfolded. I don't uh, know it. I I'm see not no changes. <laughs> just start doing a Tupac verse. <laughs> I see no changes. All I see is racist faces. Mm. <laughs> well, the guy that invited me to join the Freemasons is a black guy, so he's probably in one that's not too racist. Gang, gang. Maybe he's a Prince Hall Mason. Prince Hall was a badass. He was a black Mason huh. who started his own chapter. And the Freemasons were like, nah, black people can't do that. Wow. That's not Masonry. And he was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And he kept doing it. He kept getting more black people and more until the Freemasons were like, yo, this guy's getting strong. Because he started making his own lodges. Yeah. So they're like, yo, we got to bring him in because it's getting too high. It's going to rival us soon. And then he, he was down to get in. Yeah, they inducted. He him wasn't in. like fuck you guys. You didn't back then. They didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it still recognizes like very like like uh, I believe Shaq is a Prince Hall. Mason. Wow, like a lot of a lot of guys who are blacker are usually Prince Hall. Mason. Interesting, because that's where you want to go. You want to like go to that place. Mm. Unless you can do it in Egypt, then you gotta you gotta go to Egypt. Yeah, that's what this that's, guy did. That's where to do it. That's a gangster, man. <laughs> yeah, um, you. That's we gotta start looking that up, eh? Was this guy a Freemason? <laughs> the fact that you looked that up, I'm, I'm sure we've done other people that I never even thought to look. George that up. Washington, Freemason, hundred percent. So Freemason is kind of like the Illuminati. Um, is it attached or not? From YouTube rabbit holes, I've heard that it's its own thing, and it was infiltrated by the Illuminati at some point. Mm. <laughs> What's the symbol for Illuminati again? It's the rock symbol. Cause I had a neighbor across the street from me that used to have something on the back of it. Yeah, yeah, he used to have this. The your neighbor had that on the on, back the, of on, the, on the back of his car. 
Oh, because he was probably a mason. He probably had the the square this this thing that they have. Sorry, Freemasons. I don't know what it's called. Uh, the square. Yeah, ruler in the square. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? So yeah, it, they're everywhere and nowhere. Um, Man, tell you, hop in, bro. It's nice brotherhood, bro. But but for <laughs> such a smart guy, also just to just to come back with another fun fact about Napoleon. So apparently, one time, Napoleon played chess with a machine. So they built a machine what? that was like able to play chess, but uh, but apparently uh, it was actually somebody hiding inside the machine that was playing the game. Yeah, that's what I would think. Isn't that crazy? I was like, there's no way they had a machine that could do anything. Napoleon was not one to be upstaged, but was famously beaten in chess by the Turk, a fake chess playing machine. What Napoleon wasn't aware of was that the Turk had a person hiding in its interiors. Wow. I wonder who it was. Just it, that guy went into hiding instantly. Napoleon cheated at cards. Well, he had to after he found out about the machine thing. He was like, "I'm never letting this happen again." <laughs> Napoleon hated to lose. He took pains to avoid it. Though his skills of perception and prompt judgment helped him master everything which came his way, he was surprisingly not a pro at any game, and he hated losing. His only resource was to cheat. I wonder if he. Ch- I think his other resource was like, let me win or I'm going to kill you. Yeah, no, no, that's happening. You're going to die if you want to play games. Uh, Let's go to some of... Hey, let's have another fun fact. He shot the nose off the Sphinx because he didn't like seeing Negro nose on it. In in Egypt? That's what they say. That's always been like a rumor. That's always been a thing that people have heard that Napoleon shot the nose off the Sphinx. They said he stole Rosetta Stone from... uh, from uh, Egypt too. I didn't even know Rosetta Stone was a thing. I thought it was. Just, oh really? <laughs> I thought it was just how like how people learn new languages and shit. <laughs> no man, it's a real thing. Oh, is that there's the shot yeah. the nose off the Sphinx. Yeah, 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 that's why it's there. Is that the stone? Ooh, can you imagine it was in there, and he, that's why he shot the nose. The stone was a nose ring. He's wow. It was a septum ring. Well, one of those septics. His greatest sign was Rosetta Stone, discovered the inscribed slab during the demolition of an ancient wall in the city of Rosetta. He immediately recognized the potential significance and had the stone shipped to Cairo. Written in hieroglyphic, demotic, and Greek, the stone eventually proved to be the cipher that cracked ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics. Wow. This guy's Freemason as fuck. Yeah, because he knew the symbolism of it. Yeah. For him to know the symbolism of that doesn't like symbolism wasn't a thing that people like regular people didn't know about back mm. then. Like now a lot of people know about it because you can look things up. But back then people didn't know why things looked a certain way. Shit's going to die. That's crazy, man. Bro, a Freemason. I, Rose, knew, I knew it. As soon as you were telling me he knew all this shit. Yeah. I was like, this guy has to be a Mason, which I got no problem with Masons. I think I think they're good people. I think so too. Um, <laughs> one last great accomplishment by him: uh, he reconciled the French state and the Catholic Church. Because before him, like I said, they were very uh, anti-Catholic. They used to uh, cut people's heads off for 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 not agreeing to be like, no, Catholic ain't the ain't that shit. So during the French Revolution, <laughs> the French Church was removed from the papal authority. Church lands and endowments were seized by the states, and most clergy fled the country. In 1801, Napoleon signed a, a contract with the Pope 
This agreement acknowledged Catholicism as the religion of the majority of French people, and priests were allowed to return to their churches and preside over worship. Oh, wow. Because those other dudes forced them out because they they were killing everybody? Wow, so he brought religion back even. Yeah. Wow. You could be any religion you wanted. Under him, he was not like picky about that, so that's nice. He's like, just do your thing, man. He's like, but when you see me, you're drop down the shoulder level, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> now, for all the good that he brought back to France, uh, he did compromise the gains of the French Revolution because the revolution had other things in mind, like women were supposed to have rights and stuff. So the French Revolution ended the monarchical rule in France, but Napoleon brought it back. Instead of returning to the power to people, he he tourniqueted the powers of legislator rewarded his and rewarded his supporters he had himself proclaimed emperor so there was no like vote you know what i mean he presided over a extravagant court and showered his family with wealth positions and privilege and he reduced the rights of women that's a con yeah i guess <laughs> i guess <laughs> yeah that's crazy that's crazy but that's that incel shit right he had two wives. I don't even know if if he's past his wives at this point. But you know what I mean? He just he needed them. Did he have two wives? Yeah, that's what they say. He had one marriage that was distant and one that was like close. Hot and heavy, but it was shitty. Mm. The one that was distant was better cuz he was longing for that pussy. All Interesting. Writing yeah. writing letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably getting like ladies to jerk him off while he thought about his wife. <sighs> Yeah, let me think about my wife. Like, jack me off. Because he's a gentleman. Well, I write this letter and cry. (laughs) Suck my dick. (laughs) Oh, man. There had to be at least one dictator, emperor that was like that. He'd be like, I'm writing this letter. Unsheave himself, pull his dick, start writing a letter. Mm. Oh, for sure. There's people, not even dictators, there's fucking musicians (laughs) like that in the 70s that would have girls suck their dick under the table while they write a song. That's insane. It's so weird. Such a weird life. Yeah, it's so weird. It is. That is odd. Even if it would be fun, it's still weird as well. I could never I could never have that that kind of that's so weird. What if you came to do the podcast and well while you were setting up there was just a girl sucking my dick under the table and you're like, What's going on here? And I'm like, I'm just I, doing my research. I, <laughs> do you want this to be a good episode or not? Bro, I'd want to know who the girl is. What's going on? Like why why is she sucking your dick? Because I think better that way. Why? She's she's clearing my blockage. That'd be amazing. And as I write this letter to you all, I am climaxing in oh. some wench. Know me, Napoleon. Mm. And then he just takes a gob of his own sperm. He just slaps it on the letter. He's like, these motherfuckers don't know. Seal it with a kiss. <laughs> Open it with your tongue. <laughs> yes, so... <laughs> that's all the good stuff about napoleon how about some more bad stuff uh i already told he was responsible for a lot of death and destruction obviously you know a lot yeah. of wars uh it's estimated 3.5 to 6 million deaths uh during his during his time as a leader of france wow true um that's pretty big an unknown number oh wow oh wow oh wow an unknown number of women and girls were raped by Napoleon. Uh, just during his time, like his his army, not just not just him. I didn't hear much about him raping. Did you hear anything about him raping? I didn't see anything about him raping at all. 
I I just assume an army back then is gonna is gonna rape. Yeah, when you're ra- when you're looting villages and burning them down. When you know you're I mean? when you're ring when you're ringing in that freedom. Yeah, exactly. When it's you're like, bringing that liberty into town, you don't have a queen anymore. <laughs> you can do this. It's yeah. okay. Um. Yeah, Horrible. man. Napoleon. Uh, people like for Napoleon blame other countries for his wars, but at the same time, yeah, he definitely uh, was leading the army that was coming through and uh, leaving thousands homeless and burning places to the ground. So. You gotta you gotta put that in the con file. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. He's doing his dictator shit. He's in his dictator bag right now. Uh, there was one specific one: the massacre of Jaffa. Now this is uh, dur- Jaffa. This is before he became uh, emperor. This is when he was in Egypt. Uh, the French le- uh, laid siege to the city of Jaffa in what is today Israel, and uh, wow. was then under the Ottoman. Uh, uh, emperor uh, the turkish control so after capturing the city napoleon allowed his troops to spend at least two days looting the place and raping and slaughtering its inhabitants including the elderly women and children he also ordered the execution of three thousand prisoners of war damn even, yeah even though he had he had b- promised mercy uh that didn't sound like mercy <laughs> i wonder how he did it I wonder if he was just like one by one they got hung, or if he just said, "All right, guys, kill everybody." It's estimated forty-one thousand, or sorry, four thousand one hundred people were massacred uh, by the French at Jaffa. And who were those horrible guys that were raping elderly women? I know, What's wrong it's with like, those guys. Napoleon's like, yeah, we let's go rape and pillage, and the, and then somebody's like pointing at an old lady, like I can even rape this one, and Napoleon's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can rape the old ladies too. He's like, you'd like to do that? Yeah. Well, let's see. Have a go. <laughs> I go. Like, I want you to fuck the dust out of that pussy. I think so. And in reality, the women, the woman's just thirty-eight, and that's elderly back that's, then. That, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's a hundred percent. Yeah, man. So it's pretty fucked up. Like, obviously, the spoils of war back then. It was a it was a fucked up time. So it's impossible not to have some. Some dirt and blood on your dick, bro. Back then. But it wasn't him, right? It was his army. It's always their armies, and obviously that's gonna happen. Well, considering how incel his laws were, I'm sure. I'm not. We weren't. We didn't too. do any research to find this, but it would be hard to believe that there was all this raping and pillaging going on, and Napoleon wasn't gonna take a crack at one of those. That's true too, right? He's just writing letters. I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. Oh, um, and even though Napoleon built up like what? You need to blow your nose. You can blow your nose if you want. Oh, I'm I, okay. I got you, bro. Don't even worry. Thanks. Well, now I will. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do it on Pros and Conquerors. We take care of each other. We don't just fucking ride it out for you guys, okay? Okay. I was scratching my nose, and this guy gave me a tissue. Self care. Uh, That's what it's about. First, put that in the pro Kyle for Colin. <laughs> Bro, we'll hand you a napkin if your nose looks itchy. Um, yeah, man. So Napoleon, he left when when Napoleon uh, was out. Napoleon left France uh, diminished and bankrupt. He left France in a weaker position than where he started because they were exhausted by war, out of money, and confined by borders that were even smaller than when he came to power. Uh, short, short. 
most of his overseas colonies at the mercy of victorious allies. So, so they basically had to give up a lot of their overseas colonies uh, to their victorious allies. Of uh, course. Yeah. That's what happens. That's what happens. But that Jaffa thing, so that was, that was Israel? Israel used to be known as Jaffa? So that no Jaffa was it's part of Israel today. Oh, uh, it still exists. But back then it was part so back then it was part of Egypt uh and it was under the Ottoman Empire uh which which spanned to Israel which Jaffa is in Israel. So like almost Egypt is connected to Israel by Jaffa almost. Yeah. From what I'm seeing here. Come on guys. I don't know what it, I don't come, I don't know where it is on the map. Come on guys, where's Israel? It's in the Middle East. Come on, come back to Africa, Israel. It's okay. It's okay. You be part of Africa. It's okay. We got South Africans there. It's fine. Let's see where it is on the map. We got along. Come on, Israel. You come on back to Africa. Come home. That's what you want, eh? <laughs> well, I mean, if they're connected to Egypt through this place, and the- that place used to be Egypt, what are we saying right now? What country is Jaffa in? That's why I always feel a brotherly vibe from Israeli guys. Really? <laughs> no, not all of them, <laughs> but a lot of them. Yeah, it it just says it's it's in Israel now, but of course, you can see it's right at the right at the edge of. Jeez, love you guys. That's amazing. That's so weird to know, and it's so odd that you could go to a place where Napoleon raped and pillaged. Like, it's still standing. It's all still there. Like, that's fucked. Oh, yeah. That's so weird. It is crazy. But it was a long time ago. And so. that reach, that span that he had mm-hmm. to get all the way to Egypt and they're taking shit over. Like, what the fuck? Well, he was... Th- no, but he wasn't in Egypt trying to take over. They were just trying to block um, block Britain from getting to India. That was the whole point they were there. And while they were there, I guess they're like, we might as well just rape and pillage. Yeah, because if those people weren't down, like mm. his whole his whole thing is right. If you're not down for us, then yeah, you if must you're... you must be wanting to get raped and pillaged. If, yeah, if I see that look us. on that old lady's face. <laughs> She's thirty nine years old. Mm. That elderly woman on her deathbed. <laughs> I'm forty two. Um, mm. Your life will end soon. So that's pretty much like the major pros and cons. I got some more fun facts about him, though, if you want. I heard that he liked a good prank. Did he? Yeah, that's what I heard, that he, well, was, he was into pranks. Tell me about one of his pranks. If you oh, know. I didn't hear about any of them. Oh. But he was just into pranking people, fucking with them. Um, Beethoven originally planned to dedicate his third symphony to Napoleon. Uh, At gunpoint. You know, what the, you know how the fucking <laughs> third symphony goes. How does the third symphony go? Yeah, 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 I want to know what it what it sounds like, but basically, um, what does it say now? He lost. Oh, 
But when Napoleon became emperor of France, Beethoven lost all respect for him. So he 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 wrote it for him as a general. But when he became emperor, he's like, nah, nah, fuck this guy. He's like, you've sold. You're a sellout. Mm. You're a sellout, bro. I thought you were for the people. He's like, I ain't writing no songs for you ever again. It's weird that he could like think of heroic exploits and make a symphony. It's very yeah. Yeah, well, Beethoven, when when somebody asked him about uh, it, he about how he wrote that for Napoleon, he flew into a rage and cried out, "Is he too then nothing more than an ordinary human being? Now he too will be trampled on the rights of man and indulge only his ambition," which is true, because yeah. he because he overthrew the government. Oh, no more no more of that hereditary shit. But then he's like, "Oh, by the way, my brother's uh, king of Spain now." So, yeah. Uh, As do you, you think he really talked like that, Beethoven? He just he got, we flew into a rage and said something so beautiful. Isn't that weird how people used to talk? But yeah. I guess he was saying this in French, right? Mm, true. French Je is beautiful. Je suis uh uh je suis Comment ça va? Ça va bien? Comme si comme ça. Merci beaucoup. Mm-hmm. Uh bonjour. Bonjour, um, hi. Bonjour, hi. <laughs> I heard just the other day that Fre- uh, French was trying to, in, in, in Quebec French, they were trying to change bonjour, hi, to bonjour, ho, because they say that bonjour, hi, is too English. They're like, why would we say bonjour, hi? We, we say ho over here. Ho, ho. Bonjour, so, bonjour ho. Mm-hmm. Bunch of bonjour hoes over there. You bunch of bonjour hoes, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going over to Montreal catching bonjour hoes. Uh, what did you just say about hoes? No, no, nothing, honey. I was just saying what's up to my friend. Bonjour ho, Jamal. And he's like, <laughs> bonjour ho to you too. <laughs> and then they go to Montreal to have sex with scallywags. They say Napoleon likely died of stomach cancer. No way. You think so? Um, Probably there's died. some people that say that there was he was arsenic poison, but other he was for sure poisoned. You think he was for sure poisoned? Despite yeah. 200 years of arsenic speculation, Napoleon died May 5th, 1821, at the age of 51, while in exile. And uh, yeah, basically, the death certificate. Wait. The physician reported on the death certificate that the emperor had died of stomach cancer. I can't believe cancer was around back in the 1800s. Eh? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's weird. That is weird. That's very weird. I don't believe it was cancer either. Mm. I feel like a doctor in the 1800s couldn't diagnose cancer. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> I feel like he just wouldn't. Like, how would you know? He just died of something. He was eating and died of something. I think they poisoned him. Because that would make the most sense. If he's in exile, it's like, yo. When this motherfucker comes back, it's gonna be wild. I don't want to fight a fifty fifty one year old Napoleon. And they were like, let's just poison him nice and slow. He'll die on that island. Wow. That's how, Brit- that's how Britons do it, bro. That is it. They don't play games. Um Yeah, Britain was definitely afraid of uh Napoleon inspiring their own citizens to yeah. do a revolution. Yeah. That's exactly. what the scariest part of Napoleon was. And that's why they had to put out these you know, propaganda calling him short when he was five seven, which is a perfectly okay height. Everybody, <laughs> you know, they said um, 
I think somebody was saying that the the men that he stood with yeah. were huge. Mm. So when you looked off into the distance, he looked like he was like this small dude, but he's like really standing next to like three Brock yeah. Lesnar's. I brought the big guys. With yeah, me. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, it was that. Here's Undertaker. Here's Kane. Here's the Big Show. So the people who were opposing him would be like, "Look at him, the size of a child. Look at him, how small he is." Oh, and then yeah. he ran off and got murdered later. When you look at the starting lineup of a basketball team. There's going to be one guy that's short, but short on the basketball court is still 6'3". It's just that the rest of the guys are 6'8 plus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's that's what they said, and then they took that and just ran with it. Yeah. They were like, I think his dick is small as well. <laughs> you don't want to be like Napoleon, small dick like a child, yes? Yeah, exactly. And Look then, at him. That's what happens when you, you start a revolution, your dick shrinks. <laughs> And all the men. Are, oh, oh, I don't know if I want to take that chance. It seems when you oppose the king, you shrink in size. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. I just uh, I feel like Napoleon. As how, do you, a, how do you feel about him? I feel like he definitely uh, he got a lot of things right, but he when he got absolute power corrupts absolutely. Like the guy, the guy did a lot of great things early in the game. He he did the right thing, overthrowing a, a really brutal government, and then when he came to power, like, but when he came to power, he did some he did some dirt, but at the same time, he uh, he still got the school system going. He yeah. he he spread word throughout Europe that like we don't need to live under kings and queens. We can we can liberate ourselves. So yeah, his overall influence in Europe, I feel like without him in history, it, Europe would be a worse place. Like. He, he he left a he left a, a more positive mark than negative mark in my opinion, not being an expert. Yeah, like I'm sitting here thinking right now, what would it look like if it was still all kings and queens and shit? Yeah, in Europe or even here, like like how horrible that would be. Like, like without him, would France have just been collapsed under British rule, and then kings and queens would just stay a thing everywhere else? Right? They'd be they'd be everywhere. Like imagine LeBron James was a king. And it was just like you just had to listen to LeBron James. That wouldn't just, be too bad. LeBron, LeBron James is a great guy. You have no idea what he would have in store for you if he was a king. Because he wouldn't give a fuck about you. Mm, he'd probably build a school or something. He'd be like, I want to have sex with four Irishmen. Bring me Irishmen. And Damn. he'd just line everybody up and just pick. You don't know how he'd be if he was a king. king. Maybe wild. I don't think so. He could be all out. out. <laughs> Out in the open with it when he's a king, mm. you just go wild with it. You never know, man. True, it would be bullshit. It would be bullshit if there's kings and queens still. I mean, there still are, and even in the places where there are, people don't like that. Mm -hmm. Like they, they, they don't openly oppose it. I don't know how much you can openly oppose it. Like I know in the UK, they pretty much do. Like Russell Brand speaks against the queen quite a bit. Yeah, but I feel like he doesn't live in the UK anymore. I think that's part of what that's you gotta why do. you got to get out to, yeah. to talk that shit. Yeah, exactly. I think so. Um, let's go through some of Napoleon's quotes. I love judging people based off their quotes. Like if you're a guy in history that did some dirt, you better have some good quotes to make me feel like, OK, this guy, at least he said some good shit. You know, what I mean? <laughs> quotes can make up at least one point on the pros and cons list. I think if, so. If you got good quotes, you can get a point on. More, the pros. I think more than one point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's some of his his great ones. Uh, never interrupt your enemy when he's making a mistake. Mm. That's a good one, eh? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, if you want a thing done well, do it yourself. Can you believe that? That was Napoleon's quote. 
She's not playing around. If you want something done well, do it yourself. That one, a lot of people still say to this day. Of course. And they credit it to a Napoleon. Uh, history. Ooh, here's a great one for the show. History is a set of lies agreed upon. <laughs> Isn't that great? Wow. See, that's smart. See, that's that Freemason talk. He knows. He knows. History is written by the victor. And yeah. History is a set of lies agreed upon. That See, things like that, I'm just like, we needed this guy in history. Like, he's talking you, that shit. Yeah. Can you imagine? And you know why he said that, right? They're like, we heard that you're five foot three. And he's just like, this is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, history gonna... is just a set of lies that are agreed upon. You understand? You guys are just going to agree about that. I'm 5'7". It's perfectly <laughs> average in these days. I go to I go to the market, and most people are my height. So what's up? <laughs> Even your wife, Napoleon. <laughs> then they run off. A soldier will fight long and hard for a bit of colored ribbon. Just getting that fucking... Wow, that's... That honor. And you know what? That stems from him being a soldier, too. Because mm. he started as a soldier. That's so, that's so, yeah, that's, that's like, pretty cool. I couldn't cool. wait to get that ribbon. What an idiot. Yeah, exactly. He like, he knows the mind of like a soldier. Yeah, He's yeah, like, they'll yeah. fight, they'll fight long and hard for a bit of colored ribbon. So um, give it to them. And maybe that colored ribbon was rape. Damn. Maybe that's. That colored ribbon was different colors of pussy. Yeah. And maybe, ages. Maybe that's why he called it that. You want that old gray ribbon, sir? Go right ahead and have it. A bit of colored ribbon for everybody. And then they're like, ah, they all run in. They know what's up. Um, Here's a good one. Impossible is a word only to be found in the dictionary of fools. That's amazing. Good for him. That's sick, man. That's some fucking Tony Robbins shit right there. Later on, 200 years later, Adidas would say impossible is nothing. (laughs) Adidas. Uh, Impossible is a word only found in the Dictionary of Fools. Think about like that, that, guys. 2021. Uh, beat all the odds. That's that Freemason talk right there. Mm. What up? Fucking square your circle, bro. Circle your square. Nice. You can, um, you can ask your friend what that means. Um, yes. <laughs> um, here's a good one and very, very true. A leader is a dealer in hope. Huh. Wow. Isn't that true? So he's like, yeah. If you're Every time leader, you're running for f- office, you're you're a dealer in hope. Of course. Change. Yes, we can. You yeah. Know? Wasn't there somebody that specifically says had something about hope? Um, I can't remember. I, I, I kind of remember. I politician. feel like somebody who lost had something about hope. Yeah. Somebody who was opposing someone that won. A new sure. hope. Star Wars, a new hope. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. Because you're, when you're a leader, you are, you're giving guys hope. That's your main job mm. is to keep them very hopeful. Oh, in politics, stupidity is not a handicap. And that's true. When you think about some of the guys, like George wow, Bush was known one. as a, an idiot. Like everyone thought he was stupid. Of course. But he still became president. Of course. And did he get two terms? Maybe. Yes. yes not a handicap. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, here's a good one. Everyone should know this and listen to this and know it well. The best way to keep one's word is not to give it. Wow. Don't make promises you can't keep. Wow. See, that's that's that incel shit, I'm telling you. Dealer in hope, that hope was for sure rape. You know what I mean? What? Best way, yeah, for sure. And the best way to, to keep one's word is to not to give it because he's mad at his wife for cheating. Oh, you shouldn't have gave me so, your word. Now you have to go to jail. <laughs> no, that's but he, he never killed his wife or anything, did he? No. I don't think he killed her. He's, he never sent her to jail either. There was, there was rumors that she was cheating on him. Bro, if he but, knew for sure... That yeah. she cheated, she goes to jail. Uh, Come on. 
It's Napoleon. You fucking my wife? Just because you're 5'9"? Stand shoulder to shoulder with me, sir. <laughs> He's naked. <laughs> He's like, stand straight. He's a little taller than him. Murders him. <laughs> Speaking of murdering, here's a here's a fucking hard quote. Uh, religion is what keeps the poor from murdering the rich. Whoa, <laughs> bro, that's that Freemason shit. Imagine this the guy. whole point of not killing people was like made up by rich people. Like that whole "thou shall not kill." Like. It wasn't like a godly thing. It was like a fucking rich people not wanting to get killed by poor people thing. Yeah, there you go. Or like the elite not wanting to get killed by poor people. Yeah. Dude, you know how bad it is to to kill people. You know killing's bad. Like you, You'll go to hell for eternity yeah. in the afterlife. You don't want to do that. And I'll go to heaven. That's not what you want, is it? Yeah, I'm going to go to heaven. One-way ticket, first class, because I'm rich, the, bitch. The best thing for you to do is just vote me out. Use your vote. Mm. That will work. Leave me be. <laughs> Yo, that's actually a great quote, though. A great yeah. quote. Religion is the, what keeps the poor from murdering the rich. So Napoleon, he had a lot of good thoughts. He was quite possibly a Freemason, a Illuminati. He, Bro, he got initiated in Egypt. He, he got initiated in Egypt. There's nothing more Freemason than that. Well, while all his boys were raping old ladies, he was getting the keys to the fucking the kingdom of knowledge. Exactly. Man, that's nuts. Wait. Maybe he got initiated by an old... Maybe that's why. So these guys were like, can we rape the old woman? He's like, sure, I'll try it out. He goes into this fucking <laughs> hut with this old lady, and she's like, I could give you my pussy, or I could give you the fucking keys to knowledge. <laughs> and he's like, what? And she pulls out this triangle, circle, square, whatever. He's just like, oh, my God. She's like, go knock that nose off that sphinx and watch what comes out. He's Boom. like, thank you. Rosetta Stone. Now I can learn French. He's like, thank you so much. I will still rape you, though. Come here. Damn, that's hard. <laughs> that's ru- ruthless. Yo, it says here his brother Luis Bonaparte was made Grand Lodge, uh, was made master of the Grand Orient of France, and countless military lodges were created and marched with Le- uh, Napoleon's armies wherever they went, spreading liberty, equality, and fraternity. That's that, and that's why he would put his family in places because his family was already, like, initiated in into Freemasonry. So he was just installing Freemasons. He did what he did with kings and queens, so there would be no kings and queens to usher in the one world government. That's what he did. Wow. He established governments because he knew the next steps. So the next step was to make a one world government under... Well, that's what's happening now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. That's what it was. Hmm. (laughs) And and they spreaded COVID. Soldiers had COVID for sure, right? Just coming back to did his wife cheat on him. Napoleon went off to lead an army uh, in a brilliantly successful campaign while Josephine failed to answer even one of his love letters. And had at least one love affair and ran up colossal debts. No wonder he was a little harsh on women after. Wow. He was like, you know what? You'll go to jail. Because you see what happens? We go to war and you run up expensive bills and you have sex with men named Jonathan. And they're like, sorry, sir? What? He's like, nothing, nothing. Just put the law down now. Uh, As he he rose to fame and power, Josephine began using her contacts to forward his interests. So he never, like, punished her for that, but... He's just like, yo, you, you did me dirty, bitch. And she's like, don't worry. I, did, I was sucking the right dicks, making uh, some 
some deals for you along the way. Yo, could you imagine you you said that to your girlfriend and she mm. said, "Don't worry, I was sucking the right dicks." Oh my god. <laughs> I would cry. I would cry. I would cry as I as I walk her to jail. <laughs> imagine people had to go to jail for cheating. What a scary life that would be, yo. Holy fuck. Oh my god. Well, you know what? Women well, not even just women. People would do it more cuz of the turn on. Oh, this uh, the you go to jail. Yeah, that's probably that's probably what it was like for interracial couples, like back in like the forties, thirties mm. and shit. It's like this pussy's the best pussy ever. Oh, because <gasps> <gasps> you can straight up go to jail. Yeah, it's wild, weird, man. That was like a black thing, right? What interracial? Interracial no, is like, always a black and white thing. Man. What would white men go to jail for fucking black women? No. Oh, I don't. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe because you're not supposed to be doing that. Mm-hmm. You know you're supposed to be having sex with a good white woman. Yeah, yeah that's the true. fuck are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, man. So Napoleon, overall, <laughs> overall, like I said, he it was better to have him than not have him. He seems like a a guy that uh, accomplished some great things. Uh, the Napoleon complex, you know, short short for short kings everywhere to this day are accomplishing great things because they have this complex of being short. Like oh oh. Oh, you're not tall? Well, you better do some great things in life then. <laughs> and they did. Kevin Hart. Um, who else is a short king? Who's a short king? Who was the shortest? short king? 2020. Who was uh, the short king of 2020? <laughs> we only had one tall king. Who? He stood at about six foot three, and his name was Donald J. Trump. You know that's how big he is? You know how fucking crazy that is? Mm. Oh, short king. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar? All right, sick. The guy's up to my shoulder. Frodo Baggins. He was 3'6". <laughs> Charlie Chapman was only 5'5". Five five. That makes sense. A hundred, a hundred famous short men. So, yeah. Wow. Well, wow, Martin Luther King, 5'7". Bruce Lee, 5'7". Winston Churchill, 5'7". Napoleon Bonaparte, 5'6". So, look Jay- at that. Jay-Z. Six two, was he? Is he? Bob Marley five eight sold over seventy five million albums. See, pretty much all the greatest people ever were my height, so that's pretty cool. We said Bono. Who else? Bob Marley. No, who else though? Rivers, Gandhi. Ew, you guys got Gandhi. Robin Williams. Okay, you guys got Robin Robert Williams. Downey Jr. Paul yeah. Simon. I don't know who that is. Bono. You don't okay. know Paul Simon? Simon and Garfunkel? Oh, shit. I do know who Simon Ulysses is. Ulysses S. Grant, 5'8". Yo, you know what? I don't <laughs> really... Is 5'8 short, though? I'm just saying... I'm I'm sticking up for everyone 5'8", five, 5'7". Five, I always say that because, like, my buddy... My buddy's, like, your height. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, yeah, you get that bullshit, you know? You tell somebody your height on Tinder or something, and they're ghosting guys out here I know. just because of height. So true. But five to me, it's not short. Like you don't seem short to me. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> if I had to look down to look at you, you just stop me from taking over a country, though. That. <laughs> That's all Napoleon needed. You, you put the fire. Hey, yeah, somebody, Napoleon, you're pretty tall, actually. Yeah. That's all he needs is for someone to walk up and say, "Man, you're like your average height. You're all even on the tall side, man." Mm. He would have been like, hmm. "Hmm, I won't murder anyone well, today." Look at this. Is there any famous person that's not 5'8"? Because I'm seeing everyone. You know, John Stewart, Mark Wahlberg, Danny DeVito. We're all fucking short kings. Keep going. Keep Yogi going. Berra. The best quotes of all time, Yogi Berra. 
wow, look at all these people. Yeah, Lionel Messi knew that one. So every time we see them on camera, they're they're going to the people shooting and saying, "Can you angle it so I look like I'm tall?" <laughs> Good job, list of 100 guys who do that. That's what they do. They say, "Make sure like if I'm a girl and I'm here, I got to be like this. I got to be like this." That's what Tom Cruise would tell me to do. He'd be like, can you just sit at, like this? Look at how tall I am. Look at this <laughs> short bitch. Um, yeah, man. So short kings stay winning. Uh, thanks for getting that started, Napoleon. You know what I mean? You my dog. Yeah, man. Um, Ulysses S. Grant, you you sick too. Uh, I, I think uh, I think Napoleon was, because uh, I guess we're wrapping it up. Yeah. I'll just say what I think about him. I think he was good. But he did things the way that they did them. And he was just good at it, and and it was more it was more the people who were getting it from him that were talking shit about him. So it's like if you're not with it, he just attack you, take you over real easy, and then you'd be like, oh, this guy, he's just a short, and he's just oh, a warmonger and this and that. But it's like he was just doing what he had to do. He just watched France get attacked by all neighboring places, so it was like, okay, if all the neighboring places aren't on board with me, I'm gonna get attacked again. So he just. Handle business. Yeah, don't start no shit. There won't be no shit. <laughs> Pretty much. He's like, I just saw history do this. I just, yeah. I just witnessed this. I was a part of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not letting this happen to me. So he did what he had to do. The rapes. I have no idea what it was about rape back then, but, but, armies did it. Armies did it. <laughs> armies did it quite a bit. French, they they were into it. They the French were, men are just fucking savages. They're like, we're not just gonna rape the hot girls. We're gonna rape these old ladies too. Like, why the fuck was that included? <laughs> and and he greenlit oh, raping old women. <laughs> Con. <laughs> Con. But um, that that what you said about him doing that and all the people and the three thousand people getting killed and everything. There are people who said that he was worse than Attila the Hun and worse than Genghis Khan because of the things he did. Napoleon. Yeah. Wow. And, and I don't think he was, but I get it because he murdered people indiscriminately and, and let his soldiers rape people and probably rape people. The only way I would say he's worse than Genghis Khan is that he did it like 2,000 years later where it's like Genghis Khan did it. Like we, what we've, oh. we've established uh, the further back you go, the more allowances you get for True. murder and rape. So, so in a sense, he could be a little worse, but... Um, wow, I didn't even think of that because it was only 200 years ago, like you were saying, or yeah. two, 250 or whatever. Yeah. Damn, yeah, never mind. He's fucked up. He's yeah. wild. He's a wild boy. But he's a wild boy. Um, some of the stuff that he implemented, like the Napoleonic Code, it still exists to this day. And for somebody, uh, a, a so called like vicious dictator or whatever, the guy, he, he implemented things that are good for the people education, yeah. fucking equality. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Not that nice to women, but. We didn't figure that out until recently, anyways. He's an incel. It's all, it's all good. Incels by nature are going to be a little more harsh to women. And obviously, he was an incel. He he wasn't really an incel, though. Like, he wrote a romance novel. Did I tell you that? Yeah, but what do you think incels are doing at home? They don't tell us about the romance novels they write. They just write them about the girl that they always wanted to sleep with. They never tell anybody about it. Jerk off into their pillows. <laughs> yeah. He uh yeah so overall good guy oh not yeah he wrote a lo- love story there he is he wasn't an incel he's like and then the man stood five seven completely average height for the time being 
and then he grabbed her a woman short five five he was much taller than her they embraced and then her dog bit him well it was written in 1795 but it wasn't published until 1920 it's called uh clisson and eugene a love story by napoleon bonaparte <laughs> that's so weird apparently it's he wrote it about uh his brother's wife's sister it's like he was so inspired by her see this is a chick he wanted to slam i mm. knew it i knew it i called it yeah, I called it. I knew where, it. Where do love stories come from? <laughs> that's where all good love, love stories come from. True. <laughs> yeah, man. So overall, I think he's a great. He's a great name in history. There's the Napoleon complex. There's the Napoleon, uh, uh, the Napoleonic code. He he, he's the one that started. Um, governments for the people in Europe before that it was all monarchies like he's such an important person in history and I say keep up his statues <laughs> I mean I don't, think <laughs> I don't think there's any argument uh, oh yeah to the be statues taken down, but but just uh in the theme with the show like when people start looking at Napoleon if they want to start tearing him down like I would remember say, all the good he did I would say to keep them up solely because uh he left his mark huh. and as you look into him he left his mark in like way more ways than just like if you want something done right, do it yourself. That's like that's like the surface oh, level yeah. shit, the and then it just keeps like... going deeper and deeper and deeper into the things that are still standing to this day. So, yeah, yeah I would say keep them up, be, so you can see that no matter how many great things a person does, there was a road for them to get there. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> no matter how many great things, great things they do, yeah. there was a road to get there. What I have to say, a bad road for you? I don't know. I, I the road to hell's paved with good intentions. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And absolute power corrupts absolutely. You already know the vibe. Those guys. are the only quotes that you get. I say those quotes. You like those two quotes? Yeah, they make sense. <laughs> they make sense for my my little five seven brain. <laughs> um, no, but uh, small by stature, big in heart. Um, Big and, and a Freemason. And a Freemason. Look at this guy. His brother was a Freemason, and he obviously was a Freemason as well. Yeah. You want to learn some shit? Go to Egypt, fucking old lady, see what happens. Uh, that's pretty much the story of Napoleon. Get consent, people. It's 2021. 2021, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Look at look at you. This episode's going to be like five episodes into 2021. Right? Though. Yeah, we didn't say it on the one after. Damn. We that would have been George Washington. Yeah. And he was tall. Wait, wait for that one, guys. All right, wrap it up, bro. Wait for that one. That one happened already. Wait for this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, true, true, because we're in the future. Sorry, uh, we're sorry. in the future talking <laughs> about the past, guys. This is Pros and Conquerors, the bad boys of history. I'm your host at jam underscore easy on the gram, James Cummins. Here's Colin at Colin's Process. This has been another episode, a great episode, Napoleon Bonaparte. Irish. So you give it a little fighting Irish, and you give it a little black pride. And then we wrap it. Peace. The other way is white pride. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Pros and Conquerors, the bad boys of history. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. And remember to participate on our Instagram and shit and all that good stuff and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. 